This podcast is a beige flag. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, July 27th, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry, at M. Judson Berry on socials. And now, let's get into these headlines. Today, can you say kleptora? Today, we're joined by viral sensation Nick Trawick, who you may know from his online persona, Kleptomaniac Dora. Then, Twitter has officially become X, or at least it's trying to. And sorry for the tired joke, but the biggest question is, why? We unpack the sloppy transition that has been about as bumpy as SpaceX's last Starship launch, where the rocket blew up, literally. And finally, men are lonely, and it's making them annoying. Just look at poor Elon. We talk about the meme suggesting hilarious cures for male loneliness. My suggestion, lobotomies. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into these stories after I check my phone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Paris. Do you want a lobotomy or a bottom in front of me? Oh, my God. Michael! What? Let's just be back from break since you can't help yourself. Okay. Michael, so TikTok announced that they are jumping in on the text-based platform game, and now you can make TikToks that are just words, basically tweets or threads. Why? Who knows? Did we need this? Absolutely not. What is happening? I don't know. TikTok is super excited about this. They said, yes, they are expanding their capabilities to their more than 1 billion active users, which like, damn. Um, They said, we're excited to see what our community will create with text posts, a new way to express and share your creativity on TikTok. It's just like with the downfall of Twitter, like they're all watching it crash and burn. And now it's just sort of like everyone trying to jump in, I think, and get their version of this so they can each try and continue to like monopolize social media. So, and people uh, were already doing text dumps. That's just like a video of them doing nothing and giving yeah. nothing. And then it's like a full block of text that you have to watch the video a hundred times to read. Yes, we've talked about these the many times. Yeah. yeah. It's like TikTok people, people are already just going to use this. it to trauma dump. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Now, with that being said, I have some trauma that I would like to dump on our guest, Nick yes. Trawick. <laughs> Bitch. That was so rude. You won our season, our collective me, MJB, and you season of Worst Cooks in America on Food Network, beating out Michael Judsonberry in the finale. Now, what our listeners are dying to know, has your passion for cooking remained since the show ended? It's so funny you ask that because, like, my passion for cooking has been non-existent before, (laughs) during, and after the show. (laughs) I have not utilized much of anything that I have learned throughout that process. Um, (laughs) Chef Anne would be thrilled to hear it. I'm going to send her this clip and be like, you made the wrong choice, bitch. (laughs) 
Nick was manifesting witchcraft, pulling Ooh. stunts and sorcery. And I was like, bitch, you better work. And it works. I, can, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I will say that I did bring a lucky amethyst. And the only two people to test that amethyst were Paris and I. And we were the final two people on, our, on the red team. That's true. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Thanks, Amethyst. Oh, man. Sweet. Nick, uh, honestly, will you explain how you started Kleptora? Because I feel like everyone listening will know about Kleptora because everyone in yeah, this planet she's has a brand. seen you She's a phenomenon. Now. Like, you, I, it's impossible to ha- own a cell phone and not know who you are. How, how did it all start? Like, <laughs> well, and how the hell does that wig stay the fuck on your head? Like, <laughs> well, the, the, the birth of Kleptor is, is, a, is, a, is a strange one. So I, I started Kleptor in February of 2021 mm-hmm. or two. So she, she's young. I forget. Yeah, she's only like a year and a half old. But um, prior to that, mm-hmm. I had an idea of being Dora the Explorer for Halloween that November prior. I already had the costume Never actually was it for Halloween. But there was this one night I was sitting in my room with my friend Mary. And Mary's always helps me a lot. She she was like, you know that one ratted little bob that you have in your closet from Halloween? And it was mm-hmm. like during the peak of like inflation and things like that. And me and Mary talked and had like this great understanding about like this. Because you guys know it's like being a content creator. Sometimes you're just like typing things in your notes and then you move on. And then when you're thinking for content, you go back to your notes and like, what do I have? What do I have? What do I have? It was kind of one of those situations. And Mayor was like, inflation is a big thing right now. You have that little Reddit uh, wig at the top of your closet. Do this, do this. And so I literally got up, recorded the video and everything changed overnight. It was really insane. Mary, Mary, her name was Mary Jane. She helps me a lot. Mary Jane helps, oh, Mary Jane helps a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time, I'm like, how have I not heard of your friend Mary who helped originate the character? Also, when I Should hear she my be getting friend any Mary, licensing I just picture like an older gay man who can quote every line of Will and Grace. Like, I was with my friend Mary. Um, how dare you? So, bitch, you were high and you said, let me put on this shitty wig and become a star. I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, An I incredible origin. In, I wish it was a more interesting story, but like that's literally how it happened. Like I was that's, uneditable. That's how it happens. I was uneditable, thought about it, got up, recorded the video, went to bed, and woke up. Yeah. Shift. That was me literally and Warrior Rose. I was day drinking. I was like in the <laughs> pandemic. I had a couple of beers, plopped a wig on my set on my head, filmed it, giggled, and then posted, and here we are. Well, I did mine sober before I went to work. (laughs) I was like, you know, I really just need the world to know which bugs in a bug's life are the hottest. Let me just get this out, post it, and forget (laughs) about it, and then go to clock in for my shift. And then I got home, and there there it was. Love how that works. Some of us don't need substances to become stars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although, Nick, I feel like the witchery is still (laughs) part of it. I feel like while you were with your dear friend Mary Jane, you summoned some sort of spirits. (laughs) Yeah. You've always been touched. With the wig You've been touched. Yeah, um, my secret is Gorilla Glue. Um, oh. <laughs> everybody Word wants to, to know. Tessica. Word to Tessica. Everybody wants to know, how does the wig stay on Gorilla Glue? I recommend it. <laughs> it works brilliantly. It really does. And at this point, I love how you've been able to milk so much magic out of one little bob wig. You know what I mean? It's so refillable is a term that our producers use a lot. It's refillable. Yeah, it was 
I had it like after the first week because after the first uh, video took off on TikTok and Instagram, because you know, Instagram is hard yeah. to like yeah. get that to happen. So once that started happening and I was like coughing out like three or four of these backpack videos a day for like a week straight. And I was like, people are still loving this, but I'm not loving this anymore. And I was like, mm-hmm. people are going to get tired of it. I thought I knew. So I was like stressing out, like what? what's the next character I'm going to do? What's the next avenue? And then finally, um, my brain was just telling me, stop overthinking and just ride this wave as long as you can. And here I am a year yeah. and a half later, still riding this wave. So Absolutely. that's just like- Riding it all the way to the bank? Mm-hmm. And let it be known, you are a trained dancer. And the way you killed that choreo for that Target video you did, I said, oh, bitch. I was not mm-hmm. expecting all of that. Yeah, Target wasn't either. They kicked us. No, I'm kidding. They didn't kick us out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, It was. we had, it, that was fun. We. It was all planned. Um, we got approval from Target themselves. And we had security that was doing crowd control. Were the customers pissed? No, people were kept we were pissed because people kept like standing right behind us with their phones, just like recording. I was like, this is cute, but like, can you move? Because like- Get out I'm of the shot. I'm in Target in, a, in heels and a boot. <laughs> like heels yeah, and yeah. a bob. So it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how many times that's said per day. I'm in Target with heels and a bob. I'm ready to go. Like, <laughs> I think we're also ready for our first break. Let's do it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And we're back. Last week, Elon Musk officially changed Twitter to X, in which historians are calling the most pointless power moves since Starburst came out with their all-pink candy bag. The internet has been going hysterical seeing all of the changes Elon's been making to the brand, or lack thereof. Paris Nicholson reports. Yeah, Bessies, this is so stupid. (laughs) Twitter changed its name to X last night, on uh, last Sunday night. Uh, but literally, it's all still the same. Everything I've seen, I've not seen a single X on my app anywhere. No. Um, so it's a slow rollout, and it's a sad rollout. Um, if you search Twitter, it still comes up as Twitter. Yeah. If you are like trying to post a tweet, it still says tweet, even though he's changed. He's trying to change that to X. It's like this is so floppy. It's just like the next chapter in Elon's floppy reign over Twitter. No one's going to call it X. And we said this in the last episode. No one calls it meta. No one's calling it X. Actually, wait, I did call it meta earlier this episode. Fuck, it's working. Uh-huh. Um, why did Elon Musk do this, y'all? Why does he do anything? Uh, people have been speculating that it was due to Twitter as a whole undergoing like a huge rebrand because they want to 
encompass more bullshit. Uh, there is a tweet that we have from Doge Designer. Okay, they're an idiot. We have a tweet from Doge Designer that verbatim says, why it was important to rebrand Twitter into X. Twitter name made sense when it was just 140 character messages going back and forth like birds tweeting. But now you can post almost anything. Articles, several hours of video, audio, etc. With payments, calling, and streaming coming soon. Who asked for this? Yeah, no, hours of streaming? (laughs) What? You never watch like those videos where you're like, damn, how'd they upload a video this long to Twitter? I'm looking um, at you, Raheem. Um, <laughs> you know he gets those like 40 minute videos on there? I'm like, how? No wonder they banned your old account. <laughs> Take me a minute, Paris. Uh, I'm laughing even though I don't know what you're talking about. Raheem um, is an iconic black male porn star oh, uh, who oh. is known for creating incredible content okay. and posting very long, full-length videos on Twitter. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> since now both my parents listen to this, they're not going to know, so I'm glad you explained who this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we think about the X rebrand divas? It's, it's bullshit, it's right? It's so silly. Yeah, it's like, first of all, what's Elon Musk's like obsession with the letter X, yeah. Because isn't like there's like SpaceX. There's that. Oh yeah. Um, wasn't his child like? No, his child was named another situation that I don't even. Uh, it was like letters and numbers. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't know. I think it's a little strange. Um, I feel like <laughs> like the people working there. I bet it feels like. Imagine being the passenger of a driver who is driving down the freeway and simultaneously doing like macaroni art. Yeah, like, <laughs> literally. You know, I feel like it's that type of dynamic where it's like that we have so many more important things to be focused on and you're playing around and doing all this other unnecessary stuff. So I don't really understand it, but that's not the first thing I've never understood that Elon Musk did. So, yeah, it's like he's having a midlife crisis in the town square and we're all just like watching in confusion. Yeah. And did you see they made a little video like promoting it and everything about the color schemes, the way they did it just looks like TikTok. Like, yeah. somebody was like, oh, Desperate. they're trying to steal, like, TikTok's looks. And I was like, great. Now is TikTok going to sue him? Like, is this just going to be everybody, all these billionaires just, like, suing each other in little circles? Because they all just keep stealing from each other, honestly. So. Yeah. <sighs> it gives, like, he wants this to be the primary platform for incels, amongst which he probably self-identifies, or at least did for a very long time. Um, for those of you who don't know what an incel is, uh, it is technically a portmanteau of involuntary celibate, basically a group of men who believe that they are entitled to sex from women, but don't get it because they're gross, Mm. ugly, and misogynistic. Mm. Um, But Oxford Dictionary defines it as a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile towards women and men who are sexually active. Yeah, that's basically it. I like mine better, though. I mean, (laughs) you just sum it up well. Um, (laughs) He's just making it a breeding ground for that. Is he not? Uh, Maybe, because it seems like definitely, like, anything goes on there, right? Like, there are so, like, fewer protections. This is just so confusing to even just talk about. It's going to get so muddy and, like, just chaotic. It's so muddy. There's too much stuff going on on one thing. I miss back in my day where, (laughs) you know, things were so much simple. There was an app for one specific thing. And also, it's just fun to have, like, 
different personas on these separate apps depending on the type of content you can produce on it. Like my video content is different from my text post content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the people on TikTok or these people on Twitter, you know, it's just, it's different types of nicks. So it's like, it's just gets confusing to what I want to show the world depending on what type of site it is. And that's so true, Nick. Like literally it used to be Instagram was for pictures. Mm-hmm. Twitter was for words. Snapchat was for stories. Vine was for videos and YouTube was for longer videos. And that was a beautiful time to be on the internet. You know, you open up an app because you wanted a specific thing. Now everybody wants to do everything. And I'm sorry, but it's giving Monopoly. It's giving desperate. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous, I feel like. Yeah, because even when TikTok entered the game, then it was like TikTok was short form videos. And then Instagram was still photos. You know, it was exactly like you said, which made sense to me. And that's where like, like when I was posting, TikTok was just... Like the Shit's Creek videos. Twitter, I didn't really post. I was there just to sort of like look and read because nothing I was particularly interested in was like, I wasn't going to create text. And then Instagram was like my personal page, if that makes sense. Like that was the one where it was like my stuff mixed in with comedy stuff. So yeah, you're right. Where each sort of had its purpose. And now you're right. They're getting so muddy. It's just like, ugh, y'all pick a lane. Okay, wait. So a man wrote a book about Elon Musk and he, that person that wrote that book spent so much time with him And he told the people that Elon Musk has been plotting the X rebranding for more than nine months since before he even signed the paperwork to buy Twitter. He said that it can be a trillion-dollar company easily. This is an idea he has thought of for about 25 years, a financial platform that helps anyone profit from creating content. That last part, I'm a little interested in. You know, if it could kind of figure out how to best compensate creators for their content, that sounds appealing. But also, like, if you've been planning this for... 25 years or even nine months, the rollout should have been smoother, baby. This is so dusty. This is so rocky and crusty. I mean, like everything you've done. He's not great at a rollout. I mean, remember when DeSantis announced he was running for president and he did that and that was the Twitter combo and the whole thing just crashed and burned, which was great because it was Ron DeSantis and it was just so satisfying to watch him just like have a meltdown. Uh, But yeah, it's just like Elon, bro, like, come on. It makes sense. Like, I love I love how he was having the sign taken down, the Twitter sign on the building. Yeah. And then the owner of the building, who did not authorize this, apparently, allegedly, called the cops. And so the cops came and stopped them. So the guy taking the letters down got most of them off, but all that's left is ER. So it's just like, err. Which feels <laughs> correct. That sounds like what this company should be called right now. It's just like, err. Uh, or Elon Musk needs to be sent to the ER for oh. his brain damage. <laughs> He's had a concussion. No one's diagnosed it. He's still walking around re- Those, wreaking havoc. The hair plugs are getting to him, man. Oh, oh my God, no. they are. Side I did effects. see a tweet from a user named Greg and then a thousand numbers that says <laughs> the richest people in the world. One, Elon Musk. Two, Bernard Arnault. Three, Jeff Bezos. And four, whoever owns the Twitter handle, X. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, they probably have to offer him a lot of money. Or they're just going to steal it from him because they own the platform. No, I think he already came to an agreement because I checked it right before we started recording. And um, oh, really? it, it, it's it's at X. It's like the company now has it. So like, and it has 65 million followers. So God knows what he paid for that. But I really hope that person, like, held out, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We're dealing with some shady people. I think they may have nabbed them and just took or, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Or they just, like, had true. them killed. Like, should we check on X? Are they okay? <laughs> like, 
Besties, if you have any idea what happened to the person who owns the Twitter handle X before this, please let us know at thesocialdosepodcast.com. Oh, man. And we'll take a quick break. I was going to say, and we're back, but we're not back yet. We're just going on the break now, aren't we? Oh, well. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Now we're back. And now we're back. <laughs> This just in, there's an epidemic of loneliness overtaking the men in our country. And sadly, it's not deadly. Except it kind of is because of the high suicide rate. Eek! Okay, how do we solve this? Hell if we know, but we can make memes about it. Michael Judson Berry with more. Yes, the meme template is the cure to male loneliness. Mm -hmm. Started in late July after the New York Times released a a piece. After the New York Times released a piece. (laughs) The eye roll I just got from Paris. After the New York Times released a piece titled, Is the Cure to Male Loneliness Out on the Pickleball Court? By Michelle Cottle. Uh, and it's this sort of image. It, the, the image looks like one of those like old school magazine covers where it looked like it was like painted by hand. And it's just a white man with a mustache crying, looking at a pickleball court with a bunch of people playing. And there's like flowers and butterflies and the sun is shining, which I sort of love that like pickleball has blown up. And they're like, is this the cure to male loneliness? According to my mom, pickleball probably is because she loves it. Uh But I love that the internet jumped on this image of this, like, sad man crying these big crocodile tears. And people are just labeling it with all kinds of fun things. You all have seen these. Yeah, so the meme format is, is the cure to male loneliness blank? And people are just filling in the blank with whatever ridiculous thing is absolutely not the cure to male loneliness. I saw one that said, is the cure to male loneliness retaking Constantinople? And then they photoshopped the sad crying man looking over what I assume is Constantinople. (laughs) What's Constantinople? And why does it need to be retaken? I think it's an antibiotic. No, (laughs) (laughs) or the city of Istanbul, which I only know because of a Bette Midler song where she's like, Istanbul is Constantinople. No, it's Istanbul. Anyway, it's a great song. Um, Thank you, Bette Midler. (laughs) It's very catchy. Uh, I liked the one from a uh, user at Botox Queen 1968 that has, is the cure to male loneliness having three beers and acting strange at the dive bar? And it's just him looking no. sad at a dive bar. <laughs> I hate that. A lot of men think that it is. That's they the sad do. part. <laughs> this was, that was just a reality check for me. <laughs> it's Nick. It's... <laughs> 
I saw one that was from Overheard on Wall Street. It said, is the cure to male loneliness investment banking? You'll never be alone since you'll always be working. And then it's a picture of Michael Douglas in some movie from the 80s. <laughs> it's the movie Wall Street. Yes. And he looks very that makes intense. Sense. Um, he probably isn't lonely. Although I think a lot of those finance bros, like deep down inside, they kind of are a little bit lonely. Yeah. Honestly, the finance bros one should just say, is the cure to male loneliness copious amounts of cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This makes me think of what's that song? What's that South Park movie where it was like all the, the puppets and it's about, um, where he's, I'm Team so America. lonely. Team America. World Police. Yes. Where yes. he has the song, I'm so Great lonely. Film. Kim Jong, Kim Jong Il, or is that Kim Jong Un sings it? Uh, the dead one. The dead one. Now, besties, obviously it's fun to laugh at male loneliness, but I do want to bring attention to a video that I saw on Twitter from user at the trans coach. Uh, This is a trans man who opens up about his experience from having lived in a female world and then now living in a male world. And they talk about how it really is so lonely and how in a female world, like there's such like readiness to have deep, relationships like they specifically said they've had deeper friendships with random girls they met in the bathroom at a bar than they've had with men that they've been trying to build friendships with and they also mentioned that like you go from being like a person who's afraid for your safety to being the person that people cross the street to not be near because you're like a scary looking dude Mm -hmm. and I think it's actually important and actually this did inspire me to reach out to like the straight guys in my life and like check in on them try and make plans with them because like it is very hard for them to make friends because they're like I don't know not good at it I don't know what it is I can't relate but it's it's true and it's sad yeah my best friend and I actually we like to trick and they don't listen to this podcast but we like to trick our men into going on dates together where we'll be like, oh yeah, we'll all hang out. And then like we bail and then it's just them hanging out and then they have a great time. Oh, interesting. Uh, I actually do love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can see that. I think because lots of people have talked about this, how, you know, a lot of men grow up in a world where like they have to be men and they're, they are sort of like put in such a box where like men do this, men don't do that. Like even reading the comments on this video made me a little sad because a lot of guys were commenting and they were just like, well, because, you know, this person's crying while they're talking about this. And they're like, well, men don't cry. So clearly you're missing this. Like, the the sort of, like, Ugh. gross, toxic masculine uh, comments that I feel like there's so many guys that say it because it's like they feel like they have to. Because it's like men don't do yeah. this. But I could see how that also, like, really isolates you. Because I think the core of that is men don't do emotion. I've talked about this with my mom. She's a psychologist. Where she was like, men are trained to, like, be quick to, like, anger or aggression, like those sort of like, mm, the, those sort of emotions. And they're like trained not to feel or acknowledge the vulnerable ones. And I could see how that yeah. does really like isolate you because it cuts, because you're cutting yourself off. Doing that for like your entire life of being straight, you start to be okay with like not real relationships. So it's mm-hmm. like, you don't, you're not really creating an actual bond with these people. It's just like, you guys are just on the pickleball court and you guys just know each other from pickleball and you guys are having this fabricated time, but it's like, they don't have that emotion in order to have a deep, genuine connection with someone. So they're always going to be lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys have not seen the Barbie movie, but the ultimate thesis is that the patriarchy is harmful for both men and women and everyone in between. It's no good for anybody. 
because of things like male loneliness. Now, we do have an incredible focus group of three brilliant minds here right now. Mm -hmm. What do we think can cure male loneliness? I've already pitched tricking your men into hanging out with one another. That's a really good one. I was just going to say cruising. (laughs) Cruising. (laughs) The cure to male loneliness? Suck a dick. Also, you know you've been in a relationship for a long time where you say cruising, and my first thought is like a carnival cruise. I was like, oh, well, that's nice. (laughs) That's a good idea. I just saw deals for an Alaskan cruise. They should go on one. (laughs) Yeah, that could work too. You're onto something, Nick. We need to bring men back to the times of like ancient Greece where they would like hang out, suck and fuck, and like be more friends with each other than anyone else was. Imagine like the photo of the white man with the mustache crying, but the background is just like a glory hole. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Michael getting pissed on. (laughs) (laughs) I do also think... We should give every man a hermit crab so they have a little friend. Or a Tamagotchi, actually. Give every man a Tamagotchi. The That's only, a really good starting point. The only man who could not get a hermit crab is my Uncle Chris. Because I had hermit crabs when I was a little kid. And at one point, oh, my family went well, on vacation. There's a shampoo for that. And, listen. And he was supposed to cat sit and take care of the hermit crabs. And he didn't give them water, and so they died. And I think I was like three and a half years old. We came back from vacation, and he put a suicide note in their tank. And he was like, Michael, we couldn't live without you. And so my poor mother had to explain to like three and a half year old me what suicide was. And then later in life, I found out that really he just killed them and I was furious. And now we're all being punished with this story today. Listen, it's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) His reign of terror never ends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, apparently that is all the time we have for today, divas. But truly... If you know men in your life, reach out to them. They are probably sad and don't know how to communicate those feelings to you. And if you have ideas for how we can cure male loneliness, reach around to the socialdosepodcast.com. Reach around? Give it a little reach yeah. around? <laughs> I'm sorry, Paris. What kind of a Freudian slip was that? Reach around and give us a little tug with your thoughts. Like, <laughs> Yes, please. That's the cure to male loneliness. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm still just looking at this list that our lovely social scientist put together for male loneliness. I, so I know we've moved on, but stop looking at that giggle. list and wrap it up. We okay. got to end the episode. Sorry. Okay. Well, yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us today, besties. And Nick, thank you so much for being here. So good to see you. So good to see both of you. This was so much fun. Nick, this is the part of the episode where you plug your shit, bitch. Yes. Where can they find you? Where can they buy stuff? Where can they yeah. support the cause that is Kleptora and Nick Trawick? Mm-hmm. Well, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Nick Trawick13, the number one three. Um, maybe an OnlyFans soon. Who knows? So just Ooh. keep checking that just in case. Depends on um, my funds. But, um, <laughs> and also I have a website. You can buy some merch. It's so cute. At www.nicktrawick.com. Go ahead and buy it all out because I'm doing a rebrand soon. So I need to get rid of everything that I have. Ooh, so, wait. So eventually this will be a vintage piece, a one of a kind yes. collector's yeah, item. It'll be worth more. Honestly, it's an investment. It is. So yeah, that's where you can find me, Nick Trawick13. Um, I'm not on X, but you can find me on everything else, including threads. That's my X. Oh, they also rolled out a couple updates for threads. So keep watch this space. 
Um, and besties, don't forget to catch up with us on our socials or leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com and we might just read them aloud on the show. Now, with that being said, I need to call Worst Cooks in America to find out when I'm being cast in All Stars. <laughs> and I need to go to a pickleball court, not to play pickleball, but just to give people hugs. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. 